You're listening live to Right Side Radio with Phil Williams. It's hard to go wrong when you're on the right side. Right Side Radio, solid, conservative, and just plain right. Alabama's syndicated news talk leader, Right Side Radio. Phil Williams here live in the Right Side Studios. Man, the local, the state, the national, covering down on all the issues. And like the dude just said, solid, conservative, and just plain right. All right, so we're taking a break from the Triple Dippers here for a minute. Going to go to the phones and bring on somebody who I've had the pleasure of knowing now for a number of years. So Lance Bell is a brand spanking new Alabama state senator, recently elected to serve District 11. He hails from the St. Clair County area. Uh, I've known Lance for a number of years. Uh, He is a former uh, Republican Party chairman for St. Clair County. Uh, His career spans things like spending seven years working for the St. Clair County Sheriff's Department to include the Drug Task Force, graduated from law school, uh, went on to work for the DA's office, now in private practice uh, there in St. Clair, and uh, now in the uh, Alabama State Senate. So without any further ado, State Senator Lance Bell, how you doing, man? I'm doing good. How about you this afternoon? I'm good. And uh, by the way, uh, little known factoid is you and I graduated law school together. I just hope nobody holds that against me. <laughs> it's the other way around. <laughs> uh, hey, hey, and I got to tell, I got to tell a brief, quick story here. Uh, so I got elected um, to uh, the state senate district ten, which used to include parts of St. Clair County, Northern St. Clair. And you were the party chair down there, and I called you. i never forget this. I called you one day. I've told this story a bunch of times. And I said, hey, man, give me the lay of the land. I mean, uh, how many, like, what's the percentage of Democrats in your area? And you literally said to me, you said, Democrats? What's that? We don't allow those down here. <laughs> <laughs> I always tell them our sheriff don't allow them in our county. We have a good county. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right, so you're elected. Now what? Uh, but uh, congratulations, well, by the way. First time I've had a chance to really talk to you since then. Well, thank you. I've um, been drinking out of a water hose you I'm know, sure. the last month or so. Well, I'm, I'm sure I'm that's true. And do you have any idea about appointments to committees? Do you know where you're going to be in terms of uh, where you plan to serve on a committee or anything? I uh, kind of got some ideas. Uh, we'll find that out, uh, I think, January 10th for sure. Is that when the organizational the, session happens this year? The 10th, 11th, and 12th. Yeah, well, good. Um, well, I, I could see you serving in a variety of ways, not the least of which is Judiciary Committee with your legal background. Um, but and, and, I, and I'll tell you, too, man, I, I got down there. I didn't even know where the bathrooms were, and I was already voting on things. But, um, <laughs> but uh, being on judiciary as a lawyer means a lot because you, you – and you've had it – you've seen it both the criminal code and the civil. Um, so you've had a chance to, to see some things, and you understand the meanings of certain words within the law. Uh, so I look forward to seeing how you're going to work with that uh, with that uh, aspect of it. And I look forward to the challenge and, you know, kind of figuring out what I'm going to be doing, um, kind of getting an understanding of it, kind of like, as you know, reading in the book and applying the laws, well, two different things. So I've been reading the rules of the Senate, and now it's kind of watch and figure out how to apply those rules. Well, um, you had pretty good support. I mean, looking at the spread you won by, um, it was it was it was not even close. Uh, especially in your primary, um, but uh, but now that you're there, I mean you you've got a thriving law practice. Uh, you got plenty of other things you could have done in life. Uh, tell me, what was your motivation? Why 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 even do this, man? I mean, you you could be doing other things if you know what I mean. This is a full time part time job. 
you get frustrated watching what's going on and knowing that Senator McClendon was retiring. I've got a 13-year-old and a 10-year-old, and if not me, who? If if it's not me, who's going to try to look out for them and their future and try to create better opportunities for them, then who would it be? And um, there was nobody really stepping up. And so for some reason, um, I jumped out there, and of course I think my wife's about ready to choke me, but, um, <laughs> you know, she was supportive, and it's just kind of a, you know, a change that we're we're experiencing, and we'll get used used to that. The phone does not quit ringing, especially since um, this incident going on in Moody has really kept me busy the last couple of weeks working on it. Yeah, I, I want to get to that in just a minute too. Um, before I do that, let me let me just ask you: Are there any particular issues that that I mean, as my audience gets to know you, and we're going to have you back on at other times and 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 talk, you know specifics but is there any particular issue right now in the broad sense that was like part of your passion like i'm going to montgomery because i want to work on what you know i really it's it's hard to say there's one specific issue we have a you know many issues but one of them is making sure we're spending within our budget and uh, being conservative on that there's some things there whether it's on the welfare side uh, things of that nature, and but another issue we've got is respect in law enforcement, mm. and it, it goes back to used to when you got in trouble at school, you got in trouble at home. Well, now you get in trouble at school, and the parents want to whoop the teacher. They don't. They don't get onto the kids when they get home, and we've got to figure out how to turn that tide and get back the respect at, at school, the respect in the community, and that from from our citizens, and and show trust and. And I don't know if that's a better understanding of what's going on um, and, and how to how to do that. Um, another issue we're facing in St. Clair County, and I did not realize this until during the election, was our emergency services. Um, and I found that out through, as you know, we've got the veterans home there in Pell City. Yeah. And found out that if they take a veteran over to the hospital, it may be five hours, eight hours, or 24 hours until an ambulance can pick them up and take them back over to the veterans home and there's been some times they've had to do some things that really probably shouldn't have done, but they had to do to transport them back over there. And I know we've got a great county fire association in St. Clair County, and then they're working with the ambulance services. And I think it's recruitment. The ambulance services will tell you we can't find bodies to put on, on the ambulance. Well, that's in everything we do right now, whether it's the restaurants we go to that are seating half the restaurant or anything we're doing. They can't find people to work, and we've got to, we've got to figure out how to put our citizens back to work. Uh, and I agree with all that. Let me ask you this. What about education? I mean, here we are still ranking at the bottom of the nation in terms of our education rankings. Do you see any opportunities for school choice or for improvements to the way we do business in terms of education? Well, we've got to make some changes. And I don't know exactly what those changes are, but we've got to make some changes, but especially since COVID. I mean, I've said this, and I'm not being disrespectful to our local school system, but my kids have not got the education they would have received since COVID hit. The virtual learning does not work. Um, they're not getting the classroom instruction. I think it's all across the board. Uh, I think it's a, a national issue, and I'm not sure how we're going to tackle that, where there's going to be some coaches in the schools or, or what we're going to do. We've got to get our kids back that missed that period of time and get them back to where they need to be. And that, that's that's a big issue, in my opinion. Well, I, I, I agree with that. 
Hey, listen, man, let me switch to a local thing because uh, uh, your your whole di- – by the way, what all – District 11, since they did reapportionment, what all do you uh, have in your district right now? What counties and, and communities? I've got I've got the bulk of St. Clair County uh, all except for basically Steele, Asheville, and Raglan. I've got the bulk of Talladega County uh, all except for Munford and a little bit of Sylacauga and then Wilsonville. Columbiana and Calera in Shelby County. Okay, wow, that's good. That's, that's a good spread. District. Yeah, it is. That's some good communities too. Um, so that being said, Moody is in your district, and you got a freaking landfill on fire down there. Uh, but it's like burning underground and creating all kinds of toxic smoke. What is the status of this? And what's ADEM saying? What's EPA saying? Or for that matter, what's the landfill manager saying? Well, the landfill is owned by an individual, and there's not a lot of being said. Um, and as you learned when you were in the Senate, government works kind of slow. <laughs> but I will, I will say the last couple of weeks, there's been a lot of moving parts. And I think with the St. Clair County Commission, ADEM, the governor's office, I think people are coming together. And I think next week you'll see some progress on that. It's not, and it's not a short-term progress. It's going to be a very expensive undertaking, um, and it's going to take some time to remedy that situation. And it, it's dangerous. I, I flew over it two weeks ago in a helicopter, and you could watch the smoke going into Trustful, you know, going into Irondale, and that's 25 days after it was burning. And you could see the smoke going into the houses, and people are talking about their houses are full of smoke, their furniture, their clothes, their breathing, their lungs. Wow. Um, it's, it's creating a very difficult situation down there, but I think you're going to see first part of next week, the county commission in St. Clair County is going to probably call a emergency commission meeting, and in conjunction, I think they're going, you're going to see the state and everybody come together. It took a little time, and I think the holidays hindered it a little bit, everybody out of town and taking time off, but getting everybody together, but I think you're finally going to see that come together next week. And then a lot of moving parts and a lot of people that's been working hard behind the scenes quietly trying to make it happen. I, I believe they're going the, – the citizens, I think, will see some some progress next week. Well, so so uh, well, you always hate to hear that the holidays got in the way of doing something to stop people from choking on smoke. But uh, but nonetheless, they're, they're going to do – but it's not open flames, right? We're not looking like a forest fire. It's like it's smoldering but, underneath the piles, right, with smoke in, in, coming out it, through the it, holes? It started out above ground, and – I think there's estimates of 80 foot to 120 foot deep. Wow. That that goes down there. So you've got layers of what they call green material. <clears throat> and that green material will then have a cover of uh, dirt, more green material, a cover of dirt, more green. And it's built up and it's a pretty, pretty deep. Well, it burned above ground and then got underground. And it looks like a volcano in areas, if you go up there, where there's big cracks in the ground and you can feel the heat and the smoke. You, I mean, when it, you would think as much hard rain as we've had during a period of times during this, it don't affect it. It don't, it don't affect it at all. It's not put it out at all. There's, and Moody has put tens of thousands of gallons of water on top of this, and it just it don't slow the burn at all. Wow. That's just weird. I remember hearing about a coal, a coal mine up in uh, Pennsylvania that caught fire underground, and it, it went on for years. Um, yes, well, the, the problem is 
It's in the Akmar community of um, Moody, and it's actually right outside the city limits of Moody. But Moody has done a real good job when they got the call of protecting the houses around it. I think total of nine departments responded and were on the scene for about a week fighting the fire to keep it contained in the beginning to just the landfill. It was burning that hot, melting the sides of houses, you know, not far from there. That much heat was being put off in the beginning. Uh, but Moody's really stepped up and, and did a real good job on it. Um, but it, it's unique. The problem is you have the Akmar community. It used to be a coal mine in that area. Yeah. So what you get down, once you get down in it, it's kind of scary what you may find. Well, and uh, do you think the uh, the private ownership is going to face any liability here? I mean, you're an attorney. I'm not asking you for a legal opinion, but do you see something on their side that says, well, they may face some liability for this long term? Um. I think so, but I think the first priority is is helping these individuals that live in the neighborhoods around it and trying to deal with that. The problem is we've learned there's no insurance on the property, and I I don't. It's going to be hard to go after anything and recoup any cost. So, well, we've got to do this for the citizens around there. If not, uh, they're going to continue to suffer, and they can't. A lot of them are getting Airbnbs, getting hotel rooms. They cannot even stay at their own house. Oh, my gosh. Well, all right, man. Hey, keep us posted on that because that's a story that affects a lot of this listening area. we got a huge listening area. We cover basically everything from Clanton north to the Tennessee line. There's a big chunk of it that is smelling that smoke uh, out of your district right now. So uh, keep us posted on it. In the meantime, we look forward to working with you in the days to come and have you back on the show when you got some more time, all right? Absolutely. Thank you. All right, thank you. State Senator Lance Bell, uh, Republican, uh, District 11, which uh, is St. Clair, Shelby, and uh, Calhoun counties, I believe he said. All right, we're going to take a break right now, Boomer. I ran about a minute or two long, so we'll come back for a short segment. There's a breaking news conference right now. They've apparently arrested somebody in the murder of those Idaho college students. I'll see what I can find out during the break. And then we'll move to number two on the Triple Dipper. Y'all stay tuned. We'll be right back. <laughs> 